Well, good morning and welcome to our Saturday team call. Before we dive into the call, I just want to do a couple of quick tips on what's going on at the Global Conference this week. For those of you who are going to the Global Conference, just please remember to stay connected to the Team Glacken Facebook page. I know I've said it 101 times on these calls recently. Make sure you have your notifications turned on. I'm the administrator of that, that page, and I actually went in and checked my notifications, and my notifications were turned off. So if you don't want to get all the notifications, that's okay after the event, but just make sure that you are connected and plugged in because you want to know where things are. And there's a few things that we won't know until we're actually at conference. So please remember, Monday night pool party, Teresa Sakis and Denise Gaskell are coordinating it. They will post over on the Team Glack and Facebook page where exactly they are at the pools once they get there and get set up. They're getting there early, and they're going to try to find the spot, and they'll be announcing that over on the Team Black and Facebook page. That's from 4 to 6 p.m. After that event, in the Milano 2 room from 7 to 8 p.m. is a recognition event. It's a wine event. Summer Spinks Marcuso is our um, upline presidential master. She is um, the Ewing's granddaughter, and so she's taken over their business when they passed away. And so she's having a recognition event. It's an hour-long event. You can come get a glass of wine, meet some of the other people who are part of the larger team. So that's from 7 to 8 p.m. on Monday night. Tuesday night, I am having an event in a suite. And I say in a suite because I won't be checking into that suite until Tuesday. So I've rented a larger suite for the team so that we can have some time to spend um, hanging out, socializing. We're going to have some drinks and some food. Um, please, please, please make sure that your team members know about this event. Make sure that you um, stay connected once again to the Team Black and Facebook page because we will announce what the suite number is as soon as we get it. And I'm not sure exactly who's going to post that, so that's why I want to make sure that all of your notifications are turned on and not just that you're getting them from me. And then don't forget we're going to be doing a team picture at that Tuesday night event in the suite. For those of you who got the T-shirts, they are Heather Blue and they have the Shackley logo on them, please don't forget to bring your T-shirt. If you did not order a T-shirt um, but you have a Heather Blue shirt, please wear that because we want to get a picture that looks somewhat uniform. And, of course, we'll get a much larger picture with Roger and Heather and everybody on the team. It doesn't matter what you're wearing to the larger picture. But if you want to be in just the picture with the shirt, make sure you have that. Okay, and I'll talk a little bit more about Global again at the end of our call. Now, today I'm going to be a little bit disjointed, and I apologize up front for that. I've been immersing myself in online courses over the past few weeks. I've taken a number of webinars, a number of different classes, and it's really upped my personal mental game. And I just want to share some of that with you and a few things that I've learned recently from some trainings that were specifically on social media. Now, we've all faced challenges at one point or another in our business, in our personal lives, and it really is easier to overcome challenges and hardships when your back is up against the wall, or at least I think it is. Um, I've seen it time and time again. When you don't have a choice, many people will push themselves to succeed at all costs. And I can remember my personal reasons for starting my Shackley business. You know, initially when my son was super sick and he was first born as a quote-unquote mama bear, I was willing to do whatever it took to get my son healthy. I was investigating all sorts of options. Yes, I was going to the doctor's office. Yes, we were in the hospital a number of times. I was using conventional medicine, unconventional medicine. And that's really what led me to Shackley and changing our cleaning products. And, of course, that started a whole different journey for me. But that was the initial challenge. Then there was a financial challenge. My husband at the time lost a job, and so we needed an income. And so I was willing to do whatever it took to make sure that my kids had food on the table and were able to pay the bills. And so you work when you're under pressure in a different way than you work when you're not under pressure. So the problem is really when you've already had some significant success or you're really comfortable in life. Because you ask yourself, why would I risk my success or comfort for more? More of what? And this really can be a tripping point for many in our business. 
And we always tell you prospect successful people, prospect people who are busy, prospect people who have large spheres of influence. We want the go-getters, the people who want more from life and are willing to put themselves out there. However, so many of those people have already been enormously successful in their careers. They've reached high levels of success. They maybe are making the income that they'd like. They've got rewards and recognition, and they're comfortable where they are. And so for some of those people to go back to square one and build a business from scratch, which is essentially what we do here in Shackley, we build it person by person, leg by leg, organization by organization, a lot of times these folks might ask themselves, why would I risk my success or comfort for more? And the only person that can answer that question is them. So we have to help them figure it out. We have to share that big picture. We can offer more in that big picture. We want to make sure that they're seeing everything that Shackley has to offer and finding something that they would like and that they want. So think about this. If you, already, if you talk about Shackley as being an extra $1,000 a month for somebody, so maybe that's how you see it. Maybe that's what it is for you, that you're getting an extra $1,000 a month. But you're talking to somebody who's earning a six-figure income or, in some cases, maybe a seven-figure income. An extra $1,000 might not be worth what it's going to take for them to do. Somebody who's only earning maybe $500 a month, if you're talking about $1,000 a month, that would be huge for them. So it depends on the person. Now, I remember Presidential Master Coordinator Gary Burke used to always talk about the fact that you share the business how you view it. So let me just sort of dissect what that means because it's really been very clear to me, especially here lately as I've talked to some of the members on the team. If you see this business as a part-time gig, Maybe you see this as a business to get your products paid for. You're going to share it that way. You're going to tell people about this part-time income opportunity. You're going to talk about getting their products for free. But that's not going to attract the big sinker. That's not going to help you sponsor someone who wants to make the big bucks or who wants to really run fast and hard for master coordinator or beyond. Because you have to help somebody get out of their comfort zone and do something that they're not used to doing and probably be uncomfortable learning some new skills. And the only way that's going to happen is if their vision is big enough. So if we don't help them get a big enough why, if we don't help them see the big picture in Shackley, we can't possibly help them get out of their comfort zone. So it really comes down to how you look at the opportunity. So you want to ask yourself that question. How do you view Shackley? Do you see it as a big income opportunity? If you do, you'll go out and you'll sponsor big thinkers. If you see it as a small income opportunity, that's what you're going to sponsor is people who are looking for something small. And so it really is how you view it is how you present it. Now, some of us might think, well, gosh, for me it's $1,000, but I can see the big picture and I can go share the big picture because I buy into it. I know people who've been successful. I know that there's big money in Shackley. And so however you view it is how you're going to go out and share it. So what's going to help you motivate yourself to get out of your comfort and into discomfort, and what's going to help you motivate other people? What's going to help you help them get that bigger vision? It really is going to be about the things that they want out of life. Maybe it's experiences that they haven't had yet or experiences that you haven't had yet. Maybe you're looking for money. Maybe you're looking for increased time. There has to be some motivator, and it has to be big enough. You've heard people talk before about a why that makes them cry. I don't think that all the guys on the team cry when they think about their why, but I think that some of the women do. They, they cry when they get that why that really tugs at their heartstrings. And the guys get really motivated and, and focused on, oh, my gosh, changing lives, changing their own life. And they run to the finish line for doing something that's going to really impact their life and their family's life. So we have to think about what's going to get somebody off the couch, including ourselves, and into massive action. So I want you to think about two questions. What have you done to help others in your sphere of influence? 
And if you're a big thinker, what have you done to help others in the world? The second question is, what have you thought about everything that you've gone through in your life, preparing you for this moment that you're in right now, that we've been on a journey, that we've had to learn things over these past months, years, and it really was preparing us for what we're going to forward. Because we don't want to bury our head in the sand. We don't want to live life with ultimate regret. For me, for me personally, I had to try. You know, those that you, uh, you that know me well know that there's been some insane decisions I've made in Shackley. There's been amount, massive amounts of time that I've poured into this business. There's been uncomfortable decisions. There's been times that I've had to choose between doing one thing that seemed really great and doing something for my Shackley business. And, you know, all of those things, when I look back over all of the years, all of maybe the sacrifices that have been made, the challenges, the ups and the downs, it has been completely worth it to get to where I am right now. My journey has really tested my perceived limits, and I honestly don't know how I could personally be more all in, all into building my business, building this team, helping each and every one of you be successful in what we're doing here in Shackley. You know, this movement of helping people create financial freedom and helping people create healthier lives was started by a true visionary leader. Anything that you read about Dr. Shackley proves that. He was doing something well before his time. He was thinking about individuals going out and building huge businesses because that, I mean, Dr. Shackley and Amway were started at the same time. This network marketing concept was not what it is today where there's thousands of network marketing opportunities out there. There were two. Dr. Shackley created Shackley and Amway was created and so that was, those were the two options. Dr. Shackley was also looking at health from a different perspective, healing the body with nature. And so when you think about all of that, what, what was put in place from a visionary leader back in 1956 and where we are today, we just need lots and lots of passionate people to go out and share this amazing mission. Roger's goal is for us to get into the homes of 10 million people. And in order to make that a reality, we do have to get in front of lots and lots of people. But I want you to think about something that could be pretty impactful. I want you to think about how many of those people are going to be on your team? How many of those people will you have going through your personal organization? Will you have 10 of the 10 million? Will you have 100 of the 10 million, 1,000, 10,000, 100,000, or more? You know, we all have different situations. Some of us are already very comfortable. Some of us have our backs up against the wall. But there's never a reason not to be more in the world. When you think about it, we can sit on the TV couch and watch TV, and we can go out there and we can help people. We can change our lives and we can change the lives of other people. But at some point in time, we have to make the decision. We have to make the decision if we are going to do what it takes. But, you know, the question that pops up for a bunch of us is this. Because a lot of people say, well, who am I kidding? How will this be any different from anything I've ever done before? Well, you're different. You're different today from who you were yesterday. I am very different today from who I was yesterday, mainly because I took another online class. You know, every time you do something from a personal development perspective, it changes you. If you read a book, if you talk to a different person in your life, if you have an engaging conversation, you can be different because something has changed between yesterday and today. And the more I work on me, the more I become who I am. I want to be and who I believe I was intended to be. And Shackley, the company, is going to win big. You know, Roger has a mission. Roger has a vision. He's a billionaire. He's got a lot of money to back him up. And he has a really big vision of what's going to happen. The question is, are we going to be a part of it? 
We are not going to talk about the movement. We are going to be the movement at some point. And, you know, I, I think it really is Shackley's time. You know, you hear about Shackley being the best-kept secret. You hear about, you know, how amazing our products are, how amazing our opportunity is, and yet we're this best-kept secret. Well, every time I look at what Shackley has put in place, and, you know, Roger has really invested a lot, especially with the IT, and I know a lot of people had frustrations with what our IT changes were, and some of you are still trying to get some grounding under your feet about how to use the new system, how to make that work for you like you were working it before. But Roger was setting us up for the future. He was setting us up for massive growth. When you look at a lot of the different companies, I was actually listening to a Gary Vanderchuk um, podcast recently, and he was talking about in this network marketing industry, a lot of the companies don't have the infrastructure in place to have massive growth or even sustainability, that a lot of the network marketing companies out there don't have anything in place really to support their people, and they will fall by the wayside. And so I'm just going to give you one quick example. I had somebody reach out to me this past week on LinkedIn who was asking me if I was interested in the business opportunity. And, of course, they were in network marketing. And I asked them, I said, how long have you been in business? And they said, oh, I've been in business for about three or four months. And I said, well, honestly, I'm not a prospect for you. I said, I apologize, but I'm very committed to where I'm at. I, I'm not looking at anything else. I'm very committed to Shackley, and that's where I'm going to stay. I'm planted there. I said, but do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions? And she said, sure. And I said, it seems like you're marketing a contact management system online because I went over and looked at her LinkedIn profile before I responded to her. And she said, oh, yeah, I, I have to sell a CRM system. And I said, well, why? I said, doesn't your network marketing company provide that? She said, oh, no, we don't have that. We don't have a back office. And I said, oh, I said, well, that's interesting. And I asked her a few more questions. They don't have trips. They, a lot of the things that Shackley has in place, they don't have. And yet she's building what she thinks is her future at that company. So, you know, Shackley has everything in place to be enormously successful, to have this massive momentum, to have this massive growth. And as we are on the, the eve here, so to speak, of our global conference, we're right at the cusp of when it's going to start in the next couple of days, there's a lot of exciting things coming out. There's a lot of stuff that Shackley has put in place to help us grow our businesses. So if you're committed to improving health and you're committed to improving your Shackley business, you want to be prepared for that. You want to be ready for that because it is coming. And we can either take part in it or not take part in it. Our success is directly correlated to what we're willing to do and not willing to do. And just remember that there's always people to will willing to do what we aren't willing to do. There's always going to be winners, and opportunities just go to the next person, the person who's willing to do what it takes. Maybe you say to yourself, well, I don't work after 5 p.m., or I don't work on Sundays. I've already done my three calls for the day. I don't know that that really sets us up for success. If you're the person who does whatever it takes to make it happen, that's the person who's going to be successful. So are you willing to do, and, or what are you willing to do and not do to be successful? Are you willing to give up some things, maybe some of your comforts, maybe some of your activities? Are you willing to maybe watch a TV show on rerun instead of watching it live so that you can have that time to make your phone calls or go out and do appointments? Are you willing to do what others aren't willing to do to be successful in Shackley? So I want to just talk briefly here about some of the um, social online media training that I've been taking because it really has been powerful. Um, you know, some of you know that I've been diving into the social media training, and, and, and for me it was really – I'm 52, and so when I think about, you know, social media, obviously I didn't grow up with it, and you watch all the millennials, you watch people who have their phones in their hands, and they know how to work the technology, and some people, that's the only way they communicate is through social media. And some of us who are a little more seasoned, I'll call myself a little more seasoned, 
um, it's a little more challenging to use social media and to understand how it works. And so some people just go out and they post shackly, 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 and so they're sort of spamming people online and they think that's going to help them build a business. Other people have learned the art of social media and how to really turn that into capitalizing on the, the network of millions of people that are out there online. But really, um, some of the things I learned in some of these social media trainings I've taken here recently have really sort of rocked my world a little bit. Some of it hasn't rocked my world. Some of it's been very intuitive and it makes sense. And other things have really sort of shocked me. So what I'm trying to do is to really understand it and to teach and train you guys what I'm learning. So one of the things that was really important in one of these classes is that they talked about networking online is the same as networking in person. So you want to find people that you like to be around. You want to find people that you like to talk to. So you're not trying to get everybody on social media to like you. You're not trying to get everybody on social media to be a part of your tribe, so to speak. You're trying to find people who are like-minded, so you need to share who you are. Um, I know that that actually somewhat rocked my world because I've, I've had a lot of people say, well, gosh, don't you turn some people off if you are who you are? And, and that's probably true, but maybe those aren't people that you'd want to be a part of your tribe. You know, who do you want to work with? Who do you want to do life with? Who do you want to go on the cruises with? Who do you want to go on those top achiever trips with? Who do you want to build a legacy with where your children get to know their children and you have this foundation of family and community that's a part of your business? Well, in order to do that, you have to build your tribe out of people that you want to be with, people you want to work with and socialize with and spend time with. And that networking in person, you know, I, I, I do a lot of networking. You guys know that I'm a part of that BNI, the Business Networkers International Group. And in that group, it's all about developing relationships, and it's about getting to know people, and it's about understanding who they are as a person. And the secondary piece is the sales process. So the secondary piece is selling of the Shackley products and selling of the Shackley opportunity. That's not the first thing that you're trying to do. So when we make a post that's about Shackley online, that's, in a sense, a little spammy for a lot of people. And what you'll probably notice is that when you post a personal picture or you post a, maybe a travel picture or something that's fun or engaging, or like I, I know Tony and Debbie Underwood sometimes post pictures of their grandchildren and there's lots and lots of likes and lots of comments because the kids are so cute and yada, yada. But when people post pictures of, let's say, a Shackley product or a Shackley sale or you know, free membership this month, there's almost no comments or likes on those things. And so when you think about it intuitively, you say, well, gosh, one thing's getting a lot of engagement and one thing isn't. Why is that? So it's about that networking piece. The second thing that I learned in one of my classes was to create curiosity. I'm going to tell you why in just a second. So the creation of curiosity is important. So you don't create curiosity when you slap a picture of Shackley products up there or you say, I'm a Shackley distributor because you've just told everybody what you do. And, and so, you know, I always thought, well, gosh, I don't want to hide the company that, I'm work, that I work with because I'm very proud of being a part of Shackley. But this, a lot of these online classes said it's far more important to create curiosity so that you get engagement and people come to you and they ask you what you're doing. They want more information. They want to work with you. They want to buy from you. They want your, what you do and they want to be a part of your tribe. So I want you to think about how do you create curiosity online? How do you get people to engage with you, have conversation, and go back and forth? You want people to comment on your posts, then you've got to comment on their posts. So you can't just sit there and think, well, gosh, I'm just going to comment on the things that people say on my page. You have to go to their page and comment about their things and get to know them. It's absolutely critical. So let me tell you about this Google phenomenon that I learned about in this last social media class that I took, which really, really this was one of these things that hit home for me, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is really important. The team has to understand this and know this. 
when you market Shackley and you, you post a picture, let's say you post a picture like this month the recovery product was on 15% sales. So you post a picture of the recovery product. And, you know, you, maybe you say a couple things about how great it is, how well it's worked for you, whatever. What a lot of people might do, and you won't even know that they're doing this, is that they might go Google Shackley Recovery, or maybe they'll even go Google Shackley. You don't know what they're going to Google. And they make a decision. They make a buying decision. They make an engagement decision based on what they see online. So if they looked up Shackley, they might say, oh, gosh, it's one of those. I'm not interested in network marketing. So that could be something somebody might say. Somebody else might say, oh, my gosh, I'm very interested in network marketing. You know, it could be you don't know what they're going to say. They go and they look at the recovery product, and they see the price, and they go, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to pay that price for that product. Or they might go, wow, that looks like a great product. I like all those ingredients. We don't know what's happening when they go do the Google search. But the key here is we don't want them to go do a Google search without us having an opportunity to talk to them. We want to bring ourselves to the table. You know, we talk a lot in Shackley about us being the difference, our personal connection with people, being able to ask questions, being able to determine somebody's needs, being able to help them find a, a solution to their challenges. We can't do that if we have posted the picture of the recovery product up online and they go and do a Google search and we never even know that they did the Google search. We have no way of tracking that. They might be clicking on links and going to different pages. Who knows what people are doing out there? We don't even have a clue that it's happened. And so really important to understand that. I, you know, I, I never thought of that before. Um, for me, that was a, a huge aha and a huge shock when I, when I learned that. That was just a very interesting thing. So that Google phenomenon is key, and I don't think that any of us really want to have our people going over to Google. Now, the last thing that I want to just – well, actually, I've got two last things here – is I want to talk about the excitement. Are, are you an exciting person to be a part of? Are you attractive to people? And I don't mean physically attractive. I mean positive energy attractive. Are you posting negative things online all the time? Are you being, quote, unquote, Debbie Downer online? If anybody's watched the Saturday Night Live, there's a character, Debbie Downer, on there who is always very negative. You know, you have to think through what are you doing? How are you presenting yourself online? Are you presenting yourself as somebody that people would want to be a part of, that they would be attracted to be a part of? Are you presenting yourself as somebody online that they go, holy cow, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of that negative energy that that person puts out there. And Facebook Lives are something that you can use very effectively. Everybody on this call has an upline business partner, mentor, coach that you could interview on a Facebook Live. You could bring an expert in that could talk about something. You know, when I was, when I was hearing this uh, part in the, one of the trainings, I thought to myself, I thought, gosh, you know, anybody who's on Tony and Debbie Underwood's team, they could bring Tony and Debbie on to talk about lifestyle and travel and the possibilities of residual income and what that provides a family and a life for people, what they could create. The people who are on Becky Cash and Chris Cash's team, I thought, gosh, you know, they bring a naturopathic doctor to the table. Chris Cash does a lot of online advertising. He really understands how to do that. They could bring those two folks on for you know, to be able to interview and to have them share some of their expertise. Utilize your uplines, not necessarily with a Shackley, Shackley, Shackley interview, but with their skill sets and what they bring to the table. Because what that does is that makes you a resource for people. And it shows some of the people that you're connected to. And people hopefully then want to be a part of that tribe. So the last thing I just want to share about this is I am really committed to continuing to learn and to grow as a person and to bring that back to the team. My encouragement for all of you is to continue to grow and to learn as a person. Keep yourself in personal development settings. Make sure that you are doing things on a daily basis that push you out of your comfort zone so that you can bring to your team new information, new ideas, 
anytime that any of us get stagnant in anything that we're doing in life, we just sort of coast along, and maintenance and stagnation are not attractive to people. It's the positive energy. It's the momentum. It's the moving forward that people get excited to be a part of. So I promised that I would just bring up a few last things about Global Conference, and then I'll wrap up our call here. So I'm going to remind you of the same things I reminded you of at the beginning, but I know we've had a lot of folks hop into the call here at the end. Monday, pool party, 4 to 6 p.m. Look on the Team Black and Facebook page to see exactly where that location is. Monday after the pool party, 7 to 8 p.m. in Milano, too, is the Summer Sphinx. Marcuso's having that um, wine and recognition hour, and so you can socialize with a larger team. Tuesday night, I've got the suite rented for our team picture to have some time with Heather and Roger and as a team and to have some food and drinks and um, socialize and just have a fun time together. That's where we'll have our team picture with the T-shirts that we've purchased. So make sure that you have your notifications turned on. And the last thing, there's a few folks that have purchased a $99 ticket who have not registered their $99 tickets. I got a notice from Shackley about that. Please do that because we want to make sure that Shackley knows that you're there because there will be some special incentives. Now, I just want to wrap up with you thinking of a couple of things. You know, we all raise our children telling them that they can always be all that they can be. We coach them to never settle, to chase their dreams. And sometimes as adults, we don't practice what we preach. We allow fear to consume us, and, and I guess really we get sort of soft. We play it conservative, and we settle and accept our, our circumstances. Today is Saturday. Get out of your comfort zone. Take a massive risk today, some type of a risk that pushes you today. I kind of think of it as staying foolish, because if you stay foolish, it allows you to bring more risk than people who aren't being foolish because they're too conservative and they're fearful around being risk, uh, foolish. You know, we're not logical enough to allow fear to stop us in our tracks, and we'll go much further in life due to not knowing when or how to stop ourselves. Some of the most successful entrepreneurs I know are a little bit insane and they're obsessed about their mission. Are you obsessed about the Shackley mission? Are you excited about the Shackley mission? Are you out there sharing it with everybody that you know? Because once you understand the power of residual income, work is no longer a have to. You work because you get to and you look forward to on a daily basis. It becomes a lifestyle and it really changes the way you think. You'll find yourself working because it becomes fun. It becomes a daily fun game of let's see how much freedom I can create for my family. The more we work, a residual business is directly correlated to the amount of financial freedom we have. If you're stuck in your current situation and you're frustrated and you know that you're meant to grow and leave a bigger impression and help more people, today is the day you get to take massive action. Today is the day you start hitting your goals, and today is the day that you make it happen. I'll see each and every one of you in Vegas. Have a great Shackley day. Goodbye, everybody.